I didn't have a choice to learn what mental health was. I don't, I'm not joking. Like I was so low, Rick. Like I want people to be more aware that life's hard and it's okay. And like, I need to pull myself through. It gave me another purpose in life because then I can help other people get through. It's still rough. Like I just got to LA and I'm just like grieving still. That's why I can easily cry right now. But like, I'm learning about mental health and I'm learning about ways to cope and get through and like be the best person I can be. You're going to help a lot of people. I'm on fire because I really want to impact people's lives. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box. We sat down with Lil Fresh Sam, amazing fashion designer. She has her own brand called Infatu. We became friends years ago. We did an amazing like fashion show and event for special needs in downtown and really became great friends. And then our journeys took us different places, you know, and we needed that. We needed that to grow. And, you know, we had a little disagreement at the time and we came back together for the first time in this interview in person since that disagreement. And I mean, it was just amazing to see how much we both have grown. Two better puzzle pieces just came together again. But check out this interview, Little Fresh Sam. She's a philosopher. She talks about mental health. She's super vulnerable and completely focused on helping other people. And definitely an interview to watch. Little Fresh Sam. Let's go know your worth right and look like there's value behind that you know exactly and i appreciate it and you know you have value behind that you have to establish that value man you know that you know that already i'm upping it man remember our price man when i was working with you my price was like 350 and now i'm like i just turned down a shoot the other day for 500 because i was like no i just don't want to like it's not worth my time that's so much effort you expect from me and it's not enough because it's not just the photo shoot it's the before the after the prep the drive time you got to know your per hour rate delivering or like fittings and then um if they need it returned after you know it's a lot of shit people just don't realize they're like oh you just dress people no right it's so much more i remember uh assisting for a stylist and she was like oh we're not actually wardrobe stylists we're we're clothing movers because we move clothes like constantly from one location to another to another you know like that's it's fun. Right. It's a whole thing, though. Yes. But the price should go up naturally if you're paying attention to your per hour rate. Like, if you know your numbers and you remember how when we did those mm-hmm. price sheets mm-hmm. a while back, like, you got to know, well, how long does it take you to do this? How long mm-hmm. does it? And then when you calculate, you go, oh, shit, I'm only making $10 an hour. Like, if you're doing a, you know, 50 hour project, and they're only going to pay you, you know, 500 bucks. Yep. So you got to know that. And then naturally, as your demand and your skill level goes up. You're just not going to say yes to like 20 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Not that you're, it's not because you're being, you know, I'm never arrogant. Yeah. Than it's that it's just my time. Your time now dictates X amount. You're in demand. So and then, I've been doing this a decade, right. almost a decade in 20, 2022 in January. I'll be doing this a decade. So you I'm should, like, you should have an anniversary party for that. I should. I would love to. Me and Free had an idea. We wanted to, I, well, he has an idea. We both have ideas, so we'll talk to you about that. We yeah. know you like events. Like a 10-year... No, but that's a great idea. Just about doing like events in LA. We yeah. have a lot more resources. My roommate's a caterer. Like, uh, oh, could it's just on. do some really cool stuff. Well, there's a lot I haven't told you to. Like, I, we're launching a whiskey brand this mm-hmm. January. Okay. 10-year... We're going to have bottles in December for launch parties. We're going to be an artist-heavy brand. Like We're gonna be, influencer marketing? What we do you just want to help artists. Okay. Like, so my partner is a writer. 
he came to Hollywood to be a writer 20 plus years ago, was a very accomplished writer after a while, then he became an entrepreneur. I'm a film producer, you know, that used to be an accountant, right? So our brand is, it's kind of a movie-based brand of alcohol, like the, the labels and the concept is like movie-based. We come up with our own concepts, but so we want to be- So whiskey's around a movie? Kind of, yes. Our okay. own concept movie, but yes, kind of tied to the to the whiskey. And it's not just whiskey, it's bourbon, rye, and tequila and some other stuff, oh, okay. but, but like primarily whiskey. But the point is like, because we're so ingrained in the artist communities naturally, we're like, oh, we should be an artist brand. Like not a, let's not get celebrities to endorse the but product, artists. which is what people think at mm -hmm. first. It's like, let's get artists to submit trailers, to submit label designs. Let's do limited releases. Let's do like release parties. Like if an artist is releasing an NFT, let's sponsor that, give bottles, help with some of the cost yep. and become like, because we're going to be an LA brand first, but we're going to go nat like international because mm -hmm. it's a kind of an LA, it's a cool LA brand, but let's really be an artist brand. Yeah. Let's really be, let's, and a lot of, uh, um, you know, charity work with the homeless population, awesome. and, but we do it through the artists, like okay. create a community basically. Yeah. And I'll tell you about that, but since you brought up like events, like, man. That's exciting. It's coming up December. Put that in your head just because cool. I, I think New Year's parties- you want to really like do something cool okay you know what i mean so i just got a campaign for this wine company and they basically i'm an influencer um so they're paying me to post and create content for it right but what i like about this wine brand is they let artists design their labels and it's just cool labels and they're all different so that's a super smart thing for you to do incorporate Sim yes if you you know see fit hey but it's no working. reason we want all the brands to do it like why not? Right. Why not incorporate? Why why not incorporate the amazing talents that are out there that aren't gonna maybe get notoriety because maybe they don't have the channels, mm -hmm. and put that on our product? Like yep. why not? And it does it like ours is unique. So yeah. even though it's artist created, it's a unique angle. There could be a wine brand. There could be a shoe brand. There could be. I think it's a great idea of like how to create amazing content with amazing artists that wouldn't normally maybe have a platform right like our website's gonna there's gonna be big chunks dedicated to artist submissions contests scholarships okay, like okay. it's gonna That's be dope. fun like it's unlimited possibilities because we can have unlimited products like we'll have set products but we'll come up with new blends oh this is finished in a honey barrel this yep. is with a new label a new concept a new label right concept yeah trailers movies like we're going to eventually make the movies because the, the stories behind the labels are like full on movie concepts. So, but you know, it's not about the movie. It's just about creating a story that mm -hmm. people can relate to and also mm -hmm. creating a community, bringing people together. Right. That's what it's really about. Right. I love it. That's dope. But the brand, obviously I learned a lot in the last 10 years and in corporate and working for big companies like man, the amount of attention and money they put on the brand, I understand why. Because so many brands fall short because they have a really cool concept or they have really cool art, but it just doesn't have that, like, whatever it needs. You know what I mean? Like, it, you understand that because people go, oh, you're just dressing people up, putting clothes on. It's art. You're painting with clothing mm -hmm. and creating your own it's clothing. It's the number one thing you look at when you're watching a music video, besides sets. Man, look, I always say... 
People say, well, it's on the inside that counts. True. But if you're out there trying to get a date, nobody knows what's on the inside till you show them what's on the outside, right? No one's trying to get to know you if you, yeah, you have to put it out there who you are. What's that brand? Who are, and the brand doesn't mean a fake identity. It's who are you really as a person? What do you want to put out there? What do you want to attract? Are you like a clean conservative look? Because that's kind of your lifestyle. You like it like that. Or are you, you know, very creative and you want to show that? And someone like you can help express that. And like most people can't do it. They might it's have a, an it's idea. A skill, you know, everybody's meant for something. It's right. a skill. Like I, I was, I'm, you know, you always know. I'm like, I always credit God because I'm like, I didn't give myself this skill, you know. Um, but it, that's why the companies have all departments. They have a creative director. They have a photographer. You know, they have a, um, depending on what company, a can- an accountant. They have a book, you know, marketing uh, it's because one person can't do it all. And I'm learning that. So, and I already learned that, but now I'm implementing. You know what? There's learning is on different depth levels. Sometimes you learn something. like, Oh, it's all about the team, but, but you, can't you may not learn it on a it deep. Yet. Yeah. You may not understand it on a deep enough level. Yep. Like to what extent? Right. Because honestly, everyone says, oh, I know that, but they don't because their actions they don't, don't apply. dictate. They don't apply it. That's what I liked about um, watching you. Like, even with, like, outsourcing stuff for $10 an hour, like, I get why now. You know what I mean? And I'm looking for that person right now. And uh, it's But it's it's the right match. And you know, by going through so many people, like, uh, assistant-wise, that it's it takes it's worth it to wait to find the one. And so I'm waiting, but I'm also applying. And it's okay you're not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay that you don't have the team yet. Are you supposed to have... I, I think it's 10. You need 10. 10? Yeah. People? You need 10 people. To run a billion dollar to company? To run anything. 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 Yep. Now, if it's like a billion dollar company that requires a lot of operations, those 10 are going to hire hundreds or maybe thousands of people. But you need like 8 to 12, like like a basketball team. The, I'm telling the, you. Yeah. Because you need a good lawyer. You need a good accountant. Yep. You need a good marketing person. Yep. Brand designer. Yep. If you don't have a good Correct. brand designer, I don't care how great you are on the inside. It won't stick. No one's going to buy you if you don't have a great icon. It's true. Why do you think Nike or companies spend millions of dollars on icon design? And people go, it's just two little lines. Like, well, try to do it. But right. you need you need and you don't know somebody how many in every department they created to get that two little lines. That's what that's why I'm really uh, one thing I do love about Instagram is we do get to see a lot more BTS like behind the scenes. Yes, of what Thank it really you. takes. Just for those for who us who don't people. know. <laughs> hey, I didn't really know what that was until like three months ago. He's like BTS. I'm like, I said behind the scenes. Like, yeah, BTS. I'm like, oh, oh okay. I'm I know. Old. Sometimes I like I I still am trying to decipher like these ones that I see on Instagram. I'm like, I don't know what that it's means. A lot of acronyms. But okay, cool. Like, <laughs> sure, skip that. Um, but yeah, so something uh we were talking about a little bit ago is like just lessons from COVID, and um, I'll re say it because I think it's really important. Something I learned in the last year and a half is like, I have choice. I don't have to be around anyone. I don't have to say yes to anyone. I don't have to do anything. I don't want to. Like, I mean, other than like survive and take care of myself, right? But like, and even that, it's your choice. Everything we see homeless every day. Everything's your choice. But I I was so used to like being at the mercy of everyone else and like 
opinions and like just so much like uh it wasn't it didn't feel good it weighed me down um and what I do think, you mean what does that okay mean so you? what that means is like especially in la i had been in la you know and i i traveled after covid because i had to leave here but uh what that means is i feel like i got like the la syndrome and what that means <laughs> take your time people care like about this. what people think yes. out here so much that's like what they dictate dictate their entire life off of like they literally work all this time to buy jewelries to impress other people or like you know what i mean cars i see people living in their bmws and it's just like why like so i got in the la syndrome and i was just caring too much about like what people thought and i think like most of our lives we run off of what other people think we should do right and i was tired of it also like went through my first death in a family like three of them in one year and uh it just changed me like it changed me i realized that i want to only be around people i want to be around i only want to work for companies i want to work for i don't have to like accept every job i get you know if it doesn't feel good like and that means if it doesn't align with who i am i'm not doing it and so that also helps me allow more time to giving back so i after my nana died shout out to her uh i dedicated like half my life to like giving back so i need to really allocate my time better which is a great thing right but it didn't it took that happening for me to like just take a step back and realize what matters you know well because you're a you're a you're a student of this game Mm -hmm. and i'm really a student because i pay attention if you're a student it's gonna it's gonna come together at some point if you're not it's a really rough game (laughs) really rough game you're going to keep blaming others or if only this happened if only at the end of the day like you said everything's a choice i mean nothing's your fault either nothing you don't need to blame yourself for anything or feel bad about yourself that you're not this way or that way that's one of the first things is oh my god it's exactly as it should be Mm -hmm, right because it is designed to be because it is it's (laughs) written in fucking history I'm 10 pounds overweight. That's exactly where I'm supposed to be. I should be. No, I shouldn't. I'm, I ate some ice cream. I could have skipped. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll change that in the future. And then I'll be 10 pounds lighter. And I'll say, now I should be there. Because I am. It doesn't mean you can't change and learn and be a student. But first, you got to accept 100%. What whatever you think is fucked up about yourself or someone else. You still got to accept it. And then decide, do I want to change it or no? If you don't, that's okay too. You don't have to do shit. It's your game. Yep. But it's your life. When you go through some painful shit mm-hmm. and and it jars your world and you are forced to cuz what happens I think is it's happened to me so many times it forces you to step out of your like autopilot. Facts. And to go and and you see changes cuz when you're going through something, people act weird. They act different. Well, it shows you see you who's who there, who's not are. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go, what the fuck? And if you're a student, like I learned through my divorce, a lot of family weren't really there for me. And then, and I'm like, ah, that makes sense now. They always gave me that vibe. But the first chance they got, they stepped on me without even talking to me. So then you just go, hey, nothing personal. Just don't waste your time with that. Yeah. Like you said, what'd you say Sam, earlier? God, be uh, with the people you want to be with. Oh, and you said you get two options, like love people from afar or 
Yeah, like what was the other one? Well, I was saying that if somebody, if, if let's, I love everybody. So start with that because that was a revelation for me that I think I got it from the Dalai Lama book. He has a great book with uh, Desmond Tutu about happiness. Pretty good. It's them talking. It's crazy because they're one of the two of the greatest, most powerful religious leaders. I'm not even religious. You know, I'm not. I'm just about learning all theories. And Dalai Lama, dude, is like my favorite religious leader because almost everything he says is just about logic, common sense and just lessons. Like he's like, I wasn't like this when I was young. And he doesn't talk like that. But now, you know, he's like, I was like very anxious, very angry. I learned to be Wise. this way. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like you forget that because you go, oh, well, he's just this, you know, bald Buddha like monk that's super chill. I can't be like that. No, he learned that shit, man, through years of like self-reflection and looking at things from different perspectives, you know, but reading his book, I'm like, wow, do I even hate? I don't hate anyone. I may not like to be around certain people. They're annoying or they say mean things, but I don't have hate toward them. I still right. want them to do well. Right. So that was the first thing is I don't hate anyone. I love everyone. But what do I do with the people I love that just aren't good for me but want to be in my life? Do I just give my life to them? Am I at their mercy? What if I my what if my brother, I have a great brother, luckily, but what if my brother is Jeffrey Dahmer and just kills people? Like, do I need to be next to him? No. I don't have to hate him. I could be like, bro, you need to get help. Let's rehabilitate right. you. You probably need to go get be in prison. Show but love. I still have love for you from afar. It sucks that you're so messed up. Mm -hmm. So that's how I look at it. Like, I used to think like that means I don't love somebody if I don't talk to them or cast them away. But that's not true. There's a lot of people in my life, a few people I know that I haven't been close to at all because it's just not healthy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't want to get into why, but you understand yeah, there's yeah, that's situations people have mental issues they can't control. It's not their fault. I don't hate them. I love them. I love them. If they're listening, it's not the time, though. You know, and something else. Sometimes it's not time. You know, something that really helped me um, love people, even if I don't agree with like their actions, yeah. is... I just like um, one of my mentors a couple years ago told me like, yo, we're all just hurt children. And I was like, we're, and I don't, I didn't get what she was saying. Like, and then last year I learned about childhood trauma and I was like mind blown. And now I like do a mental health podcast, like with my friends, because it's like, good yo, for you. Like this is thank such you a, for doing that. this is, thank you if, for doing that. Yeah. For Can sure. I just thank you? Yeah. Because I'm sure it's not easy because I'm sure people talk shit and you probably think they talk shit. Look, it doesn't matter I don't though. Even care. Don't look. Because don't. you're courageous for being able to talk about it because it's a vulnerable thing. It's Somebody super. might be going through it and go, oh, well, if Sam's talking about it, it's okay then. Yep. I never look we at it. We all have mental challenges, mental health challenges. So it's many. like, it's impossible think of it not as to. physical health. Why are... Exactly. Here's the key. I already know what you're about Think to Think of it as physical health. I know. We are always at risk of getting a cold, of getting sick, of being tired because we don't take care of ourselves. So if we don't take care of our mental health or put any effort into that area, what do we expect? And we're in an environment that is hard impossible not to have issues yes like unless impossible. you're just like completely like Even then, able to sh but then no. something else is yes. wrong 
So it's the same thing. It's like someone might be at like a really great physical health where you're like, dude, you, you sleep four hours a day. You never get sick. But even they occasionally will come down with an occasional flu. My point is, I think people forget that mental health is just as fragile. Mm -hmm. I go through challenges. every. I never have. You know what? I never have bad days. I used to. But I have bad moments all the fucking time. I don't think. It, it's just I catch them quick because I'm so much healthier. Yeah. And you have I got to the look tools. at things. Like, I got good support systems. Yeah. I have a good partner. I have great people around me. Mm-hmm. I put great people around me. You know why? Otherwise, I'm going to lose my shit. Mm-hmm. It's important. I'm, I'm, I'm fragile. Well, and we have a We're lot going fragile. on. It's like you said, it's, it's near impossible to live in this world. I mean, I don't know any other time in history if it was easier, but I know right now living because I'm here that it's impossible to be okay unless you're continuously working on your mental health. So, yeah, I just I went I I got so low that it, I like had to learn about mental health. I didn't have a choice because you're a student and a great player. Not everyone, everyone has a choice. You made a great choice. Can I tell you what you just said is such a big statement. I just want to make sure people like, like notice it. And I'm honestly, wait, I'm trying to go back to what the hell you said that I was like, oh my God, that was so spot on about rewind just 10 seconds. Um, which, uh, and if we don't get it, it's okay. I was talking about. The part that I said, like, I didn't have a choice about learning mental Right health. before that. Mm. That's really poignant, too. I don't know. I don't God, it was... And I can't remember. I'm, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember. Keep going. This is so important, Wait, though. Yeah, it, it really is, is. It is very important. Look, when I was in... I was. Because I you don't have to have a mental illness, by the way. We're no, not talking about mental that's, illness. that's the thing. I just want to make sure that people understand no, that. No, yeah, we're not talking about... We're like, talking about mental health. Yes. Like, and that's the thing. I thought yes. it was mental illness. Right. So I'm not even going to lie. I'm not... I was ignorant to what mental health was a year and a half Me ago. Me too. I had no idea. Straight up. I was in Hawaii, paradise, and like... There was a moment in time. I, I mean, everything shut down. I didn't. We didn't know what was going to happen. I had to leave my house. I kind of lost all my jobs. I literally actually lost all my jobs. Um, and I'm sitting in Hawaii, the saddest ever, feeling like overwhelmed. I don't even know what's going on. I'm like I literally explaining to someone like how I felt. I was like, yo, I feel like waves are coming over me. And every time I like get a little bit of air, like another wave comes over me. Like I just physically um, shortness of breath. Like, yeah, but like just mentally, yo, look, my dad, it was all star. I mean, it's been a, that's, I have so much to say about mental health, but look, a year and a half. Can you just feel free to feel free to share what you want. And if you want to cut it out later, you can. I just think the more you can share, the more people can relate to their people have some really amazing situations out there. Everyone has challenges. I I don't know anyone that doesn't go through some kind of, I don't, I don't know. I think like, I agree. I don't know why mine are so extreme and so far or so close together, but they are. And I'm trying to take all the lessons with them. It's molded me to be who I am. I'm so excited. I'm going to write a fucking documentary one day. And it's cool. I already have the name. But look, two years ago, right before COVID happened, like my mom called me. I was just leaving another photo shoot. I have two traumatic times from leaving photo shoots. But this time, my mom called me saying like, like, yo, never even want to think about this again. But like, hysterical crying that like my dad just got attacked and they don't know if he's going to be alive after like a few hours. Like they were, he was on his way to the ICU, like 
they didn't know if he was gonna make it and um you know naturally like it broke me like i was just like what the fuck like i got a, i went out there but it like so that happened two years ago that happened and then covid happened and then you know it's just and then my right after realizing what depression was and that i was depressed as fuck because i didn't even want to create i didn't want to do anything i was like and i'm in paradise and like the person i was with is like what the fuck is wrong with you and i'm like i don't know like i don't know why i feel this way i don't know why i don't want to like do anything but um i don't want to and the next day i was like yo i'm gonna turn my phone off that night i'm gonna turn my phone off i'm gonna just take a break i slept in tried to like figure out things to do to help me woke up to my phone blowing up that my grandpa died and i'm just like you know like god can i get a freaking break like damn and then uh it's just no like non-stop since then my nana died a couple weeks months ago my uncle died two weeks after her i went to two funerals in two weeks like Yo, it was just a lot. So I like I, when I said I didn't have a choice to learn what mental health was. I don't I'm not joking. Like, I know you said it's a choice, but it wasn't a choice. I was so low, Rick. Like, I didn't want to live. Like, let me be real. Um, And so, like, I had to learn. And that's why I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I don't want to cry. I'm that's sick. OK. But I like you can cry. I'm going to probably cry, too. I but. want people to be more aware that like life's hard and it's OK. And yep. I also re researched in those times, like what the suicide suicide rate was during that time. And it was like fucking outrageous. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So it's not just me. I need to do something about this. Like I need to pull myself through. It gave me another purpose in life. I need to pull myself through right now because then I can help other people get through. Right. And that's always how I look at my pain and trauma, yep. honestly. But yeah, it was rough, yo. It's still rough. Like I just got to LA and I'm just like, honestly, like, grieving still that's why i can easily cry right now but like and it's okay and i'm learning how to and i'm learning about mental health and i'm learning about ways to cope and get through and like you know be the people best need, person i can you're gonna be. help a lot of people i'm excited because i'm on right fire now, now. i'm so on fire like you met me like when i was like going through a lot too and you know and i got through that shit and i'm always get through everything but i'm on fire because i really want to impact people's lives so yeah it's a good time and and, and like all those look it's to me i don't look i don't try to explain this game necessarily i just try to play it as best i can so like whether it happened for a reason or sometimes things just happen like yeah i could get into an accident and be a paraplegic all of a sudden and everything i knew is gone right um it happens to people and five of their friends die or in the same accident right like, right shit happens where it's like it's not necessarily whether about fair or not this no, is just you just know that this is how this game is. Life's not It can be brutal, right? Yeah. The point is to like knowing that, to like focus on, you know, how to deal, how to navigate. Exactly. How to maybe look at things. What, like, what about expectations, right? You know, when you set certain expectations for yourself, that in and of itself can create a depression equation. Like if you go, I need X plus Y to be happy. Yeah, yeah. You, and people yes. go, oh, if you're not X and Y, you're fucking, you're a mess. That's What's wrong with syndrome. you? You're not married yet? Mm -hmm. What's, do you have a career? Mm -hmm. What are you doing with your life? So if you think X and Y equals happiness, and X and Y means you have to be X rich, X this, Y that, then you never, you're going to be never, depressed. You're, you're creating depression. Yeah. Self-created. Now, yeah. I don't mean to say that it's your choice to be, to like, 
be in a bad situation. That's not what I meant. I The choice part is just the fact that it's okay not to do what someone says or to do what's best for you too. I just always want people to feel like they have, they. I they think have you have freedom of choice in your situation. Now, you can't blame yourself because really everything we are had nothing to do with our choices. Like our brain and our environment we got born into, we didn't get to choose that. Mm-hmm. We got lucky. Mm-hmm. Lucky or unlucky. Some people get unlucky. Yeah. Like they're born like with like physical ailments that last their whole life and they only live three years don't tell me that's a lucky no that's unlucky you got bad you got to dealt a bad hand and sometimes that's just the way it is so you deal delta two really seven and you lose but sometimes you get delta two seven you fucking win a huge pot and i've seen it happen a lot people love winning with two seven in poker do you know what i'm saying no, I don't know poker. Well, but. the point is you can win with a 2-7. That's the point. Okay, okay. But it's not a judgment on you. It's not your fault that you got dealt a 2 and a 7. You, you know, are not the dealer, baby. Right, right. But look, I challenge that. I challenge you to look at it in a different light. Sure. My mentor wrote this book called Within Is Through. And I read it and it was crazy. You'll really enjoy it. I'll make sure you, like, you get in touch. But what it go he like he explains it like this like there's no good and bad there's no good and like it's, it's just it is what it is mm-hmm. like i don't look at like i mean it sucks and like sometimes i feel selfish because i want my nana to be here and i want to call her but i'm like it's just it like it is what it is like it's part of life like life isn't fair so 100 um i try to That's not like saying. look at the good and bad i don't, I don't want to i because then it like it brings judgment right then it's like it is one way or the other no it's just it is what it is like I agree 100%. There is no good and bad. That's part of the problem. There is no good and bad. There just is. There's decisions you can make to try to make your game better if you want something. If you want more pleasure and you're like, that's going to get me more pleasure. Do the thing that gets you that. Fortunately, humans are built on love. Like We all want love. We all crave it. Sometimes we just get fucked up and then we just do fucked up shit later in life. Mm-hmm. Still, love drives us. Therefore... Doing what you want, usually if you're a high-level thinker, you start treating people nice and you start hanging out with people you like because you realize that's the only thing that makes you really like happy. Being in a tribe that you like, people that support you, and you feel useful. You're doing, hey, I'm I'm helping the tribe. Look at me. Great. Good job, Sam. And then Sam's like, wow, I'm like designing shit for my tribe and they like it. I feel Nobody wants to feel like shit. No one wants to feel useless. Yep. Just we don't find ourselves. Have you? But it's not about good or bad, right? Like it's no, ju- like I don't judge a homeless person. I could have been born to drug addict parents on the street and lived and died that way, and that's not my fault. And there's no judgment to that. And look, once you get dealt the hand, you get dealt. Like from there, it's your choice. Like you right. have choice. From that's there. what I'm saying. So like you can you can like go one way or the other you could do good you could do your best and become what you didn't like about your parents or whatever like the case is but like you have choice true and you can always choose better you can it's hard hard work though but it's you can the opposite is you know that's the thing right you do have choices to do meaning you have limits in that you were dealt a certain hand Mm -hmm. so you go okay but you still have choice you can go all in you could put this in you could try that I mean, but Steve Harvey is, was homeless. Yeah, but know? it still takes work. Right. And That's a lot of sacrifice and right. all the dedication, you know, everything, all the words. But exactly. yeah. Exactly. 
It's a figure out how to play your hand the best you can yep. and then go to work because I don't ever see it happening without work. That's the it, one other impossible. part of the equation. Yes. If you're not working, you're usually not happy. If you're not working, yeah. I because often look, don't see happy people that aren't working. Even if it's as simple as like getting a task done or right. like a multiple things of done uh, that day. Like right. it's accomplishments. Exactly. Look, something to look forward to. You know, Managing a household. Talk about like yeah. jumping out of bed in the morning. Like right. find what makes you want to do that. It could be running your household. It totally. could be running a company. It could. Yep. I'm not saying work as in like regular work. It could be making art. Mm -hmm. If you're usually humans, if they're not like Applying doing themselves. something, yeah, they're that yeah. they are interested in doing, they're going to not be satisfied. You know, yep. that's all. I read this quote. I wish I had it. I'll have to find it like at some point. Um, but it was talking about happiness. And that's something I also like been obsessed with. Yes. As you can see by my that, latest tattoos. Oh, nice. I got those a couple years ago. I wasn't sure if you wrote yeah, that. No, that's tattoos. That's what's cool is it looks like you might have written it. That's cool. Was that the intention of it? No. It's just maybe a little wear and tear. It's <laughs> horrible spot to put a tattoo. Wait, let me see. You know? Let me see. Um, I see that one and that one. This is the world. It's kind of a little bit shitty, but it's okay. Shout out to my best friend who did it. <laughs> well, the world is a little shitty, so <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's realism. It's a little and bit. It's um, but no, happiness is a big thing that I've been diving into since I met you. Like I've been diving into like how do I really become happy? Because right. and a lot of people, you know, that was something I from another trauma. Like my mom getting breast cancer, I realized that like. In that moment, it changed me forever because, like, I thought, like, styling celebrities was cool. I thought, like, that's what I was going to do to be happy. I thought living in L.A. was going to be making me happy. I thought, you know, all these things, perception, shoes, cars, clothes, money, like, no. You, didn't go, not, you didn't go deep enough yet. Um, yeah, that's my, I'm just guessing, but go ahead. Which part? I don't think you went deep enough. Which like, part? You didn't I just go, have so you many didn't stories, go, so I don't want to yeah, go too I'm gonna, deep in all well, of them. You know, no, no, tell you me, didn't, ask me no I'm saying you didn't go deep enough at the time with your why. You were saying, hey, yeah. I want to go to L.A. I want to okay. design celebrity clothes, and that's going to make me happy. But that's a, that's a shortcut thinking to the happy because what I've found is, and for me too, I was trying to shortcut. I went to corporate and did really well, but I hated it. So I tried to get out, and I tried to shortcut. I'm like... Oh, let me do Amazon. People are making money on it. I was trying to get to the money first. Right. And I thought that would allow me to do what I wanted. No, you can't shortcut it. Like the only way I was able to do it was to find projects I was kind of passionate about yes. as much as possible. Yes. And then each one led to a more and more passionate project. You can't always find the one. Just go. Go just for it. Do, do things. Yeah. Try. You know, but. Yeah, for sure. That's something. Uh, Purpose and passion, you know, like yeah. those are like. <sighs> I mean, so what is it now that is your why? Do you know what your yeah, why is? Yeah, I have multiple whys. Tell um, me. So I design with purpose. Like, that's my new why for my brand. Like, I, I was, it's funny, I was just doing a podcast the other day and I was talking about how I felt selfish for designing. And she was like, no, that's like your gift to the world. And I'm like, you're right. But I didn't see it that way. I, I was like, just designing because I love to do it. So now I'm designing with purpose. Everything I do, you know, and has been in a while, like for the past five years, I've designed everything around like something um, since, you know, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. That's when the swap happened. And so um, now I design with purpose, but I'm also very focused on giving back. So one of the things I'm doing for that and what motivates me every day to do that is I finally created that course, how to create a clothing brand. And um, it's being edited right now. It should be out within one to two months, finally. But 
every course that is bought, one is going to be donated to a boys and girls club or something like that around the world. And I want to give access to anybody, but like low income brown and black kids, um, access to fashion and the ability to like start your own clothing brand because that gave me purpose throughout my life. That saved me when I was like young and lost and angry and I didn't want to live either. You know what I mean? Like I had a weird childhood, but like, um, so fashion gave me like, it saved my life and I want to give that to other people. And the problem with today's way of accessing information like fashion school is it's unaffordable. So I was, you know, my, my middle class, my family's Mexican. I didn't want to ask my parents to put me in a hundred thousand dollar college to learn fashion. So I didn't. And that, le that led to less opportunities, but I made more opportunities for myself. Anyways, I'm making this course and I'm thinking of the younger me and, uh, um, it's going to be very affordable. There's going to be levels to it. I'm going to make one that launches in two months. That will be like an affordable one, um, accessible for anybody. If you work at McDonald's, cool. Save your check. You got this. Like, uh, because I want them to value it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to have an idea that popped in my head that I just want to share that could be something. First of all, I love what you're doing. I think um, having purpose behind your personal identity and your business identity is key for this game and for business because business now doesn't really do well without like a higher purpose right like if you're not helping your community or, or like i don't know somehow contributing to like humankind because that's in a way we as humans don't people do are starting to wake up to that and they want not. like quality ingredients they want you to be doing something good contributing to the community and and they don't even believe in your brand really as much anymore if there isn't a real connection to something like altruistic, in my opinion. That's true. And so you trying to create a brand, I'm just saying even from a business standpoint, I know you're not doing it for that. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful sure. in a way that pain, you know, pain can become beautiful. Yes. And I never yes. knew that until. So beautiful. I went through a. Uh, my own and saw with my own eyes how beautiful the pain becomes if you embrace it and don't fight it like when my mom passed becoming healthier physically my kids would have been fat honestly and overweight and unhealthy because that's where I was going and because she passed away and she was overweight and that led to part of it even though the doctors fucked up i could easily blame the doctors but what what good is that gonna do for me yeah because no part of the truth is she was 54 and put herself a little bit at risk not taking care of herself i wish i knew then what i know now but it's okay she taught me so much and because of that lost that pain of losing her so early suddenly my kids are so healthy they should know i always tell them thank your grandma yeah. Don't That's say awesome. don't oh don't talk about that. No, yeah. I talk about it all the time. Yeah. I talk about all to to use the pain for good. Yeah. I say, hey, if you're having breathing issues, if you walk it upstairs and you're like all of a sudden, God damn, I'm really out of shape. Go check for blood clots. Cause the doctors didn't know to do that. But every doctor I talked to after that was like, how could they have not checked for blood clots? I didn't know. I wish I knew. <sighs> so my mom's yeah. passing also could help 10 people out there to go, dad, mom.
getting old, you start getting soft. But whatever, it's good yeah. to be vulnerable. She complained soft. for months. Damn. To you? About what? God, I can't breathe. Keep telling the doctor. They're like, oh, you're just anxious because you're getting surgery. They kept putting it on something else. Kaiser, man. And no offense to Kaiser, but at the time anyway, it was pretty bad what Sorry. happened. And then, yeah. then she went to the, she checked herself into emergency. And still nothing. And, and, and they gave her like blood thickeners because they thought because she was bleeding or something. They, they just totally. They just, yeah. But the point was, as horrible as the situation might be. Mm-hmm. And as much as you could blame somebody else, you still, once it's over, think about it. Like, okay, what can I do different? What's yeah, in my yeah. control? Yeah, exactly. If we had been more proactive about our, her health, maybe. If I had known. I, I'm not blaming myself. I'm just no, saying, yeah. take that to the future and yep. go, all right, make this pain into something, you know, beautiful. Learn a lesson exactly. from it. Whatever you can. That's how you, that's how for me anyway, through that, through a divorce, through all these painful things I went through. Yeah. Like being laid off. All these things that, you questions your you 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 question yourself are yep. you good enough and then you bounce back on your feet you go all right and you learn how to navigate better yeah and you become and I I know for me I'm definitely happier than I used to be good it's just a very gradual gradual ten year shift yeah it's not like oh overnight I had to like do a lot of a self, lot of stuff. Self work. Yes. Perspective changing. How am I look? What am I expecting of myself? And you know, holding yourself accountable, but not, you know, Being beating yourself up. Yes. That was hard. Yes. Not talking shit to myself. No. I still do that a little bit. I'm better, but, but it's good I still to be go. Yeah. Fuck, you're fat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or why did you eat that ice cream, you idiot? Idiot. I, I would never call my friend an idiot ever. Why would I? Why am I talking like that to myself? I don't do it as much. I really don't. That's I'm good. really high on myself these days. That's good. Which is good. Like sometimes I feel guilty or like, am I delusional? And I'm like, nah, fuck it. Even if it's a little delusional, you gotta believe in yourself first. Yeah. That, that's the. And even if that you gotta is get to that. Or yeah. You, you know, fake it till you fake delusional. the confidence till you make it is very real. Yeah, and yeah. like just. I learned confidence. Look, I read this. Uh, I love quotes, you know. But I read this quote the other day. It said, confidence, lack of confidence is due to lack of work. Yes. Because if you're really good at something, you're very confident in it. Put and the it's work just, in. That's it. Like, you know? But how do you start? That's that's why I say fake the confidence till you when make you start, the confidence. Yeah. Because that's how you make you. You start even though you think you suck. You go, oh, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to make this jacket. It's gonna. But you wouldn't they're all going to laugh at me, but I'm going to make it. But then that's how you, then you go, oh, that's pretty good. I never thought that's pretty good. Like, look, I'm going to be real. Yeah. I hope other people feel this way. I knew, I know people were, did. And I can't wait to be able to like apply this to the most and really show that I am capable. But I've always, like, I don't know what it was, but I've known that I've been special and I had a gift. Like I was always like, yo, I'm like, I I don't, I as a kid, I strive to be the greatest designer in the world. Now that's not my goal. But like. I knew that I had something special and I was just like waiting to show what I could do. So I never had doubt. I never was like, oh, no, people aren't going to like this. No, I never had that. I, I believed in myself a lot um, because I knew what I was capable of. I had it all in here. And How um, did you get that? You think you were just born with that? I was born with that. Did your mom and did, did your environment like support no, that? No. Did they try to beat it out of you? Uh, did they, did they my try mom, to like intimidate it out of you? I like, mean, my you dad, doing? like, I mean, let's be real. Like my dad was like, 
I'll never forget this line. He was like, let's be realistic, Sam. And I'm just like, but my mom, you know, um, she bought me like my first LLC. Like, so I had, you know, LLC. Yeah. So she bought Infatu LLC. Like she made it a business. I'm like, what's LLC? Oh, you mean like a business? Like, so she was supportive. Like she did little things to like support me. Right. What about like, you know, 80% of the people I know had zero support. But look, like, no, I, that was the only, like, the only and I don't want to, I'm not, yeah. like, trying to No, I get it. My I'm pants not trying down. to back up your parents, but no, I'm just I trying to see I didn't what get the, the support. Is. I didn't get the support. Okay. No, 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 no. I, it's okay. Um, my mom just saw how passionate I was because I worked right next to her. Like, she got me a job at her job, and I was, like, her assistant or something like that um, at this recruiting agency. So, literally, when I went to college, I would go on my lunch break. Just to make them proud, I went for like a couple semesters and then I dropped out, started my business the next day. So I, she saw me like going hard in the desk next to her. So she was your mom a hard worker. Was she like my mom's a very motivated? hard worker. My dad's a very hard worker. My dad gave me the hustle. My mom gave me the passion and so like I'm love. Just, but Sam, I'm sorry <laughs> for the record. But they thought you I was had, crazy. I know in some ways, but people are watching this. I'm guaranteeing you. 80% are watching this and if they're really listening to you they're like I wish I had that I'm not saying you didn't have your challenges but most people I know like I don't know how jo- Josh was supported by his dad I think for the most part like wrestling but not he he had to they didn't talk when he moved here for like years so he didn't like some people like me and this is not to blame anyone but I was so misguided and pushed into like a traditional career that I took a 25-year detour. I was too. Yeah. I was working in corporate since I was 15. And my mom and dad were like, you're crazy because I quit my job and like did what I loved. They like, yo, when I first made, like when I first designed for celebrities, it was Wu-Tang. And I I told them, I woke up the next morning early as fuck. Like it was Christmas. I was so excited to tell them. They were like, oh, that's cool. But like, I don't know who that is. And did you make any money? And I was like, no. I just told you I gave Wu-Tang clothes. And they're like, there are people like okay. you. There are like I'm not <laughs> doubting you at all. By the way, I Don't see get me I wrong. see support differently. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that's not like it wasn't like a hundred percent support, but like or I guess I'm trying to represent. I, needed, I guess too. I want to represent for the people that don't get any that it's still okay. You can still do it even if you're not because you are one anyway, of those yeah. people that whether it's like your chemical balance that just have this like like really strong confidence in themselves and maybe. You got exposed to drawing because everyone picks up a pencil at some point and just, you know, I didn't some draw. people, some, you didn't draw at all. Mm-hmm. What did you, you knew you were going to do fashion though? Yeah. From a, how old? Um, Probably like eighth grade. I saw, I came, I was in the computer lab and I like named my brand in Fatu in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. That's when you knew. Yeah. Oh, that's when I was determined. So, and look, I, pr- I, I did so much work to prove them wrong too. Because I was supposed to be married. I was supposed to have kids by now. I was supposed to be in that, like, picket fence, white house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was supposed to be doing. I was supposed to have a college degree. I would have been the first one in my family. So you weren't supposed to be sitting in my backyard on exactly. a podcast set with pink leopard pants, a cool shirt, orange badass sneakers, a hairstyle with half blonde, half brunette. Uh, and have your own design company and be doing speaking engagements and major events and styling celebrities. That wasn't in the plan? Hell no. <laughs> Not that? Hell no. 
I and played free basketball and, 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 and self-employed and an entrepreneur. Right. And a like badass motherfucker. <laughs> it's so cool. Like I really appreciate like, you know, the things my parents did pass on to me, but right. it was mostly work ethic and like just being a good person. But important. I, Important yeah, traits, but you had to take wrong. it to the next level. I had to prove them wrong. I had to show them that being an entrepreneur was possible. I had to show them that, uh, you know, I didn't, I could be me. Like, that's what I, I had to show everyone that. And it's so cool. I got a text last year from my little cousin. I wished her a happy birthday. And she responded with, thank you for showing me that I could do anything. And I was like, that's awesome. Because where I'm from, this doesn't happen. Like, that's another thing I want you to realize is like, I wish you could see Brighton, Colorado. Um, but like, my best friend just died. Shout out to Brighton. Shout out to Brighton Thor in Colorado. <laughs> and shout out to Kayla. But like, my, my childhood best friend just died from an overdose like a year and a half ago. Like, I know a lot of my friends died from an overdose. Like, and it's it, when I say that, people think, oh, you grew up in the hood. No, I grew up in like suburbs. But like, where I'm from, you don't have dreams. You don't pursue them, especially. And you just get stuck in the day-to-day life. And pills are heavy out there. Like, there's a lot of things, like, drugs that people get into and just settle and f- fuck up their life. And then, you know, it just sucks. It sucks to see. And it's, but I'm, I was like, yo, I got to go be different. I got to go show them that it's possible. You don't even know how much you and Josh need to catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are like so different and yet so the same that's awesome he said he's been out here for six years i was like mm. i know and, and he's like a fighter that's like that a which time. had some support but you're also going to the army and fuck are you talking about going to la and no one does that right and it's kind of like a lot of that happens there too right I, delaware yeah. shout out <laughs> no but no, no shot. <laughs> I saw your car parked and it said the first state. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even know that. Hey, like, man, cool. I don't have anything against Delaware. I'm just telling you what Josh told me. But yeah, people yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. of Colorado that way. But it depends on the town, no, the environment. I mean, people don't, and people. you guys are, I just want Josh to know you're seeing a reflection of yourself in how much, can you imagine how much inspiration a little fresh Sam Lou Fresh Sam. Damn, remember I used to, when you used to call Lil Fresh? <laughs> yeah. I had to put that in the clip anyway. <laughs> but when Lil Fresh Sam is on in like a, a podcast or an event or a, a fashion show, like I'm just saying like, and because you're a woman. Mexican. And you're Mexican. Small like the as fuck. No, small as fuck. I'm just kidding. Small <laughs> but powerful. Loved my shortness. Hey, small packs a punch. You know, you got to lean into who you are. Right. And if you're big, it, be it. big. If you're tall, be tall. If you're lanky, be like. Josh won the state championship in Delaware wrestling. That's and awesome. he's got long ass gangly arms that aren't supposed to be necessarily for wrestling. Usually stocky, but that's how you rap people. Looks he just, like they were meant for a video. Yeah, he, he did. He used his cards and won. Yep. He that's wasn't dealt do. pocket aces. That's what you got to do. That's what you hey, he's do. not bad looking, but he wasn't dealt pocket aces as a wrestler goes, and he still won. Yeah. So I was complain, a basketball player. So I played basketball, competitive basketball, majority of my life. And I hit sophomore year, and my coach didn't start me. And it was the first time in my life. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, well, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I am too short to give back to what he's saying. I think we really are have a lot in common, but 
yeah i mean you know and then you navigate somewhere different and right look at you're here and i'm and here and we're here i'm just saying the number of people you're already inspiring and you're just getting started because you're right. not limited really all you got to do is like stay around and keep showing up well, you I have mean, a lot i have stuff so much to do, to do. you're not I'm like so an excited. athlete that's like you got two more years right and you're out of contract right you can I'm here you're forever. only going to get better and better till, till i'm alive i'm 47 and i'm honestly feeling the best i've ever been overall now i do have a sciatica i'm dealing with so you you drop a little physically but dude the the learning you start seeing a lot more results wisdom. man so wisdom is key you got anyway but so little fresh sam like you never really told me like your how you became who you are like what's your story your upbringing I mean, Little I told bits you a lot pieces. right now, but I know. what part you, you tell me to. something you want to know. So, like, I just want you to tell me your story. Like, so broad. how would you, I know. And where, like, you know, how you became who you are. Like, if you were to, if you were to reverse engineer who sits before me here today, like, what would you tell me about your story, right? Like, each, like a chapter, there's 10 chapters, let's say, your upbringing, you know, defining moments things that changed you, people that changed you, and then now who you are, and I don't know, like, where you're going. Okay, I'll try to sum And we haven't that. also hung out in, like, forever. a couple years. Like, we had a little, we had, like, a little, I think, challenging moment in our relationship that I honestly feel for where I was in my life, we both probably did pretty well. I don't think we, like, hated each other or anything, but... We got hurt a little bit, and um, I hadn't seen you for till that event, Doctor Chill's event. Yeah, actually. and it's crazy how like I invited you, and so did Free for the first time. Like it's somehow we all knew like it's time. But I also I like, was so happy to see you. Like yeah, I already like, know what happened was total just situational. I don't like it's I'm so happy to funny. talk about it by the way but I already know what it, it was and I'm sure you do too. It's so funny cuz I was going to be like I'll I was going to talk to you after the podcast but like uh yo this speaks volumes to who we are to be able to sit here right now and like it's all love like always like I just went through a breakup and I for the first time I'm like friends and it's like yo like I don't care what happened like I don't care about the fit ways you made me feel. I don't care about any of that. Like, it's all love. Because when it's at the end of the day, when we're sit, if I'm on my deathbed, because I just literally watched my Nana be on her deathbed, when I'm on that moment, do you think I'm going to give a fuck about that argument? No. This is your ex you're talking yes, about. Yes, yes. I love that. So Thank I'm you. like, yo, it's all love. Thank you. Like, I love you. I want you to win. Like, right. Like, just, why does it have to become it hate? Doesn't have it's to insecurity. Be bad. And like, they don't all, want you anymore. So, no, or look, you don't want them, whatever it is. Yeah. But do you really not love them or you're just hurt? You're just hurt. You're hurt. But look, that this. But if you were volumes, on your deathbed, exactly, but, how would you be? Yeah. And, and this is the same situation, like a friendship that, like, you know, we had a kind of like a fight or whatever, like an argument. Uh, and over a what? disagreement. Over nothing. And it was over nothing. Meaning like it was over something totally insignificant to who we are as people. Exactly. Like it was a camera agreement. And so this <laughs> so, speak volumes right and now to be here. Ex to without the even talking about it. Exactly. Because we both know it was me. I'll just speak for me. It was me two years ago. Much less mature, much less... 
like, oh shit, I tend to get like this. I didn't communicate it right. I, so many things about it, right? And uh, I know I would handle it totally different. The point is like, same, same. it doesn't matter. It's like it doesn't we're, we're matter. way, That's it's like exactly we're past it. that. And I yeah. already know you are without even talking about mm-hmm. it. I'm only saying it because we're on the podcast to share mm-hmm. for other people to go, oh, like. How random like, or how And cool. I don't mind talking about it, by Me the way. Either. I just don't want to take up the time same. because that's not the point. The yes. point is how, just keep in mind who the person is. Like, I have people in my life I also love that I don't want right now in my, li- in my life. Mm-hmm. They may even be watching this. Because they they might have it might be like it might be a mental illness, not a mental health issue, but a mental illness. And and, and so, and so if that's the case, you have to be careful. I didn't understand it by the way. And back to like the childhood yeah. trauma, yo. Like we're all just hurt children right. acting out of hurtness. So it's I never take things personal. I'm really right. getting better at not taking things personal. None of it's on personal, it, but like yeah, nothing's personal. It's not like you what don't have you to be did, around it, but it's or not, like not it, what you did. I don't I don't want yeah, to frame it that right. way, but like whatever happened, yes. right? Like. That wasn't because you were, like, intentionally, like, fuck Sam. I'm going to, like, make her mad or whatever, right. right? Like, no. And same to you. Right. Um, it was, we both acted out of a place of hurt. Right. In a sense. Or fear. One of the two. And those are not good places to move from. So, no. um, yeah, it's cool. I'm, like, so much more mature, so much more uh, forgiving, so much more aware and uh, wise. Like, I just have so much more love. Like, it's not about... Like, I was also in a really bad place, as you know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, I'm yeah, I'm excited to be here. But back to your question, yeah. I will... Talk about reverse engineer Sam. Reverse engineer Sam. What's your story? Um, well... <laughs> Take your time. Excuse me. Um, no rush. It's like a, like... It's a dance... It's a it's a waves. You can't rush. Roller coaster. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster. Roller coaster. Yeah. Um, wow, interesting that you said that. Yeah. It's that's what I would equivalent my life to. But so I'll just kind of give you a little background information. Yeah. Like I grew up um, you know, in Thornton, Colorado, Brighton, Colorado, whatever you want to call it. And uh this is a city where it's like cat like there's a farm three minutes from my house. You know what I mean? Like, um, Denver's a city that's blown up now and is turning into a big city mm-hmm. 10, 20 years later, you know. But, like, when I was living in Thornton, th- that was not a thing. There was no real big city. So, and then I'm in a smaller suburban town. And, uh, yeah, I grew up, like, look, I had a brother that taught me a lot of lessons early on. Um, I would say overall my childhood was good, but it was very, in a way, traumatic because my brother and it was, like, my parents were great, like, my mom really uh, instilled a lot of great things into me. And I'm really grateful for my mom. My dad, did, my dad did too differently, but my brother like taught me so many, sorry, um, hard lessons. Like my brother was a very bad example. He was once my hero when I was a child, and then he grew up to be like a great example of what not to be like. And I can finally talk about this openly. Like I can, I'm free to be me. I'm free to speak out what about my life, you know. And I used to always be like scared about opinions, but. That was my life. My uh, So I grew up in a, like, yeah, like as a hard worker, though, like I was always a hard worker and I always wanted to make my parents proud because he had made them so, in my opinion, unproud. Um, what was and, the situation with your brother? Yo, lots How of things. How much older? Is, is I he mean, older? I mean, lots of things. He's four years older. Um, 
he grew up and got addicted to drugs and i don't really know too much because i was young i was like eight and he was 12 and what i do know is i saw him like i mean i don't really care but like yeah like yo he he was like so much shit like I had deadbolt locks on all of our doors as a child because he would steal everything. Like, I would work. I would go out and friggin' mow lawns and, like, do all this stuff as a 10-year-old. And he, he would come and, like, steal everything. He stole my mom and dad's wedding rings. And I'm kind of going into it. But, like, just to give you, like, a little bit of background and understanding. But, yeah, like, it was it was interesting. But that only progressed worse, right? Like, he ran away. Like, I had to go through the, like, phone call of him uh possibly being dead like because he hadn't been reached in weeks and um it was like a lot of trauma so and just imagine your hero like this is your hero this is the person you looked up to your whole life so it was heartbreaking he he was the first one to ever break my heart i didn't even know like when the first guy broke my heart it wasn't even comparable to like when my own brother broke my heart because like i thought he was dead because they hadn't seen him in like the abandoned trailer house he was living in you know and um so my brother taught me a lot of lessons and when I was 19 actually when I was 18 sorry I was 16 I really these are impactful moments in my life I was sitting in this circle with Kayla and a couple other people I was friends with at that time in my life and I'm not even gonna lie like we're very you know um open on this podcast so like I just have to be real because I impact that's my goal so you have to be real um I was sitting there I was 16 and my brother showed me that like you know like I I was kind of careless growing up because I was I was hurt and I you know drank early I think I started smoking weed at 16 um I, I I was sitting in that circle and I've never been interested in like pills or like coke or anything like that i was good on all that um but they you know offered me like xanax and i was like oh i felt pressured and like i just remember yo i like yeah so whatever that happened and we're all sitting there in a circle and they're like do you guys imagine your life like this in 10 years and that was such an impactful moment in my life because i remember thinking forward and being like oh my god no like i'm gonna do such big things like why am i sitting in this circle and I realized that I had my brother as friends. Like, they weren't good for me. But it's what I saw and it's, I guess, what I gravitated to. So, yeah, like, I mean, I had a lot of crazy childhood uh, or, like, teenage years. Like, I ran from the cops a lot. Like, I remember running from the cops and literally hiding under semi with Kayla one time because we were underage drinking like stupid shit not nothing bad or like extreme but just yeah stupid stuff and well there is no good and bad right just, just lessons yeah yeah yeah. so I, I learned a lot I did a lot of bad shit growing up just throwing that out there so you don't think I'm sitting here like no, judging anything way. you're saying and I understand that it's not easy to share because I, I know you're not sharing because you're trying to throw somebody into the bus mm-hmm. but I know that that might be how some people might think you know, it is, but well, to me, sharing like is if you want to help people, like the reason I'm so open about anything somebody wants to know about is because I'm trying to help other people. Right. If I admit that I had anger issues, then somebody else might go, oh shit, maybe, maybe I could change. If, yeah, if maybe Rick I cannot. changed, yeah. he looks like a normal guy, then maybe I can change. So yep. like, if I'm going to pretend and say, you know, 
oh, I never do stupid shit <laughs> or lose my shit or have done bad shit. It's not true. It's not honest. And it's not really relatable. Right. Because most people aren't really, most people aren't the, let's say, 2% that are like squeaky clean because they were raised in this emotionally intelligent environment and they had racquetball and tennis. Right. So even those environments a lot of times come with trauma. Oh, most definitely. Like hidden trauma. Yes. Right. But 2% are like, wow, like amazingly physical, emotional, genetics, chemical balances, like 2% of the population. That's not a lot of people. Most people that look okay aren't okay, by the way. Oh, 100%. Like not, not that they're, there's something wrong with them, but they've got some painful things you know, that, that are going on. This lady put it to me. I was doing an interview on mental health. Um, and I, I Basically, it's unreleased right now, but it's a documentary about mental health. And I interviewed seven women, like very on, awesome, powerful women in Denver. And I talked to them about mental health. And it was really eye-opening that a lot of people don't know what mental health is. Like even these people we look up to. But this one woman said it to me like this. She said, Sam, we are not well. We, did, we were not born into an economy or a a system for us to be well it was meant for us to be broken we were born into a slave economy and i was like wow like interesting and it just like mind blown so you br brought it full circle remember when i forgot what the hell i was gonna say that's so poignant our society we're primates i think we're just very intelligent primates i'm not trying to make this yeah, a religious yeah, yeah. argument i'm just saying there's like 16 or whatever types of primates we're the most intelligent because our frontal cortex or whatever the fuck you call it got bigger. It doesn't matter. The point is we're primates. We're meant to live together. Even if you go back thousands of years, we were living in clans, in tribes. And then we kind of like evolved into these. We evolved systematically into these artificial climates even living in homes with mm -hmm. fences yep. and walls and walls and then each have a room i know i do it because that's what everyone does but i kind of like communal living i think like now that i'm getting older i'm like i kind of want to go start a tribe or some shit when i'm older so we can just Commune. live with people we like to live with and yeah. people have done it but yeah the have point is happy? like the point is we are yeah we are like you said sort of you're, it's almost this is what you said it's almost impossible to not have mental health issues or challenges in this society yes. because we're living in an artificial space imagine if you put chimpanzees in a zoo that had this setup well in and addition they're like to where that, the fuck is everybody in addition to that it's like, oh you get your own place throw in like judgment social right. media social media really messed up a lot of mental health yes um and lockdowns lockdowns i mean i understand reasons and logic but also the mental health reasons weren't factored in as much Ugh, not i mean and then people you the gyms. were in their apartments alone i have single friends for months they were in their apartments alone yeah thank god yeah. for porn <laughs> and you know whatever uh interactive porn you can have because they probably would have, like, hung themselves, man, some of them. I mean, a lot of people died during COVID. That's yeah. what, that's, what, I, I, that's when I was like, yo, why are we suicide not talking about the up. suicide rates? Like, we're only seeing the COVID cases. Why aren't we seeing the suicide rates? You just got to balance Because it was so that. extreme. Yeah. You got to balance the safety precautions so that the overall like, you got the best results. That's all There I'm was saying. literally an emergency. What is that thing called where you, like, put out, like, a... Martial law? No, 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 no. Like, a 
uh, I APB? forgot, but like it's like an emer like a all points bulletin. <laughs> nah, but state of emergency. It was a state, state of, of emergency. Emerg right. Mental state of emergency on our mental health. Wow. During COVID, like so many, like the suicide rates all around America and probably world increased dramatically. So that's when I was like, yo, we gotta be talking about this. We gotta, we gotta talk about this. We gotta know that we're human, and um, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to like. Share that your vulnerabilities. Hurt. Share your vulnerabilities. Because it's healthy for you and also for the other person that goes, oh my God, I'm not alone. Right. Feel connected. That's exactly it. That's why I like share my story. You're the only one. It's alienating. It's, it's alienating and it's it makes you feel alone. Like it doesn't matter. What's exactly. the point? Nobody yep. will ever know me. That's why I share me. these things. Or like, love me. I'm Nobody will to... ever love me. That's the problem. When you hear someone else that you love, that's what I'm saying, Sam. Like, I noticed how hard it was for you to talk about some of the stuff. You had to like push yourself off the cliff a couple times. <laughs> like, just go. <laughs> and you did it. So I was just letting you do your thing because I don't want to like make you say anything either. I just want you to. You're going to maybe, you know, see how you feel next podcast. You're going to say something different. It's always going to be unique. I think, though, that you opening up because there's so many people that think you're cool and perfect even if you're talking about mental health, if you don't really share true stories, they're going to think you're just saying, oh, she's just supporting mental health. That's great. Thanks, Sam. But when you talk about your shit, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's why I accepted. Uh, I, I joined on to co-host a podcast about mental health because it's so important to be talked about. Um, and the, you're, it's, can I just say, Can I, I just want to say what people might be thinking that I think it's brave too because you could be, there's the fear. Most people are going to think the fear of being somehow uh, pigeonholed as this mental health advocate. Yeah, Not I've, that that I've, should I matter. I actually did hear some comments, yeah. but I don't care. But I who really cares? don't care what people think, yo. And I be, like myself. And be you. I like myself. Sam? I actually love myself. Talk about because so I think you I should do it no matter what about me, right? Like I really don't like it, I care about what my mom thinks a little bit, so you know I had to break that to get these tattoos and stuff. Sure. But um, no, I don't care what people think about me. Like I try to be the best human being I could possibly be every day, and um, that's why I love me and I love me. Like I love me. Like I just you know I finally accepted all of me. If I'm not have I don't have a six pack right now, it's okay. Like. All right, I'm human. You know, I eat that ice cream, but I am about to go on a no sugar diet because I learned sugar is the devil. And if you really want to dive into health, like, uh, yo, that's another thing I dedicated like the last year and a half to is learning about healing myself because right. I'm very fortunate. My mom, you know, was a very small percentage, but the doctors did very similar. They didn't find her cancer for I don't know how many years. Do you know I had a chihuahua that found the cancer? It just kept rubbing its nose against it's her, her arm where it was and she was like there's something like she felt a pain there but then that dog like for a while and like she would go to the doctor and all this stuff and they, they didn't catch it for years Holy yo shit. and then she was stage four cancer when they finally fucking found it and so i just i'm like no like i'm gonna damn i, I just take my name? own it was my little louis vuitton my little louis, louis. Vuitton? shout out louis but I, his last name was vuitton middle name <laughs> <laughs> it was my first dog um, but like, I just, I really, Louis is a hero. Louis is a hero. God Louis damn. is dead. RIP. Um, shout out to Louis. Shout out to Louis. And shout just out saying, to like, shout yourself. out to the digital. We're recording this forever. Louis Vuitton's name. 
well, Louis. the Louis Vuitton Chihuahua yeah. is going to be in the digital airways somewhere, maybe yeah. stored somewhere right, on a right. file. But forevermore, he will be labeled a hero yes. from here on out. Yes, he there is. You go. He is. <laughs> that's um, a beautiful thing we just did. It is. I think that's out, right? It might be. But yeah, man, uh, I think health care and mental health are two separate things that, like you said earlier, like we work out, but like we don't really think about what we're putting in our body. Like right. we really need to be paying attention to that because that dictates everything. And so when I was at one of my lowest points, I was just like, man, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Sometimes it's not a choice, you know, waking up every day, not happy is not a choice sometimes. And so, uh, but we have choice and it takes like a lot of work. You have choices to your find action. the ways right. to fix it. So I did, or I am continually and forever will, because we are in an unwell society meant right. for us to lose and fucking be broken. And I'm not trying to be broken anymore. So all the things I am in control of i'm applying exactly i'm in control of my diet i'm in control of what i put in my body right and i'm in control of what i do for my exactly. mental health you know so That's I'm, what I'm saying in you can't control your feelings right you can't be like oh what's wrong with me i feel depressed but you can control the actions you take for example you can stand up you can go do like this exercise you yeah. can run around in place like even if you, you don't feel like it you Google. can do it still yeah so that's where you break the cycle where you go mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to get up and go to the gym even though I don't feel like it because I want results. I don't and I'm only yeah. going to get the results. So am I willing to do that thing to get the results? Yes, even though I know you don't feel like it this moment, but weigh out all the quadrants of that equation. And if you don't want the results, then just be like, eh, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm yeah. good. And, and just accept you know, like, that that's how it's going to be. And that's okay too. We live in a world where, I mean, you could probably get anything at your fingertips information wise so literally i googled like how to like fix depression like i google like and i was not i'm not prideful to say this and i'm not prideful to do that because it's like do you want to feel this way or do you want to find what's gonna fix it so and taking control in my own hands because yo i went to i have been having wrist issues uh like i think back even then i was too i i use my wrist too much but anyways it's my money maker i do everything with this wrist so i went to the doctor finally i don't like doctors but i went and i love doc i love the people i don't love what their knowledge is but it's okay um and i my opinions are my opinions i'm never I saying anything saying. to offend people yeah. i just want to make sure because i love you don't doctors like and going i love to doctors and you don't workers. like the idea of being prescribed like medication, medication automatically i don't like band-aiding the problem i I'm like with finding you. root causes so i like doctors that are learned but are open-minded yes. like holistic yeah med, uh in med holistic and like eating right nutrition yeah doing vitamin tests open like, learning to all yeah, the are you solutions. sensitive to foods or, not just because you might not know exactly there's a and lot all of crappy matter. food out there right so yeah so like i i went to the doctor for my wrist right and <laughs> This lady, uh, she had me fill out this questionnaire. And I hadn't been to the doctor in a long time. But I don't know if they do this normally. It was really odd. She, like, it asked me, like, are you depressed? Have you been motivated? Do you, like, it was, like, these weird questions. They like, do, do ask you? that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it was Regular a, doctors. a questionnaire. So Today I, got I filled it. that out. Okay, so. and I, but I hadn't ever had it since COVID. But, okay, cool. Yeah. So they do it. So I answered. 
And then um, they weren't unusual answers, but she started asking me about my life. She's like, what, you know, how's COVID been treating you? I'm like, I just moved here. I lost everything. I just went to a wow. funeral, buried my grandpa. But I'm cool. Like, I'm pretty yeah. well maintained. Like, I'll grieve sure. when I need to and I do the things you I need to compartmentalize well. Yeah. So I'm like there for a doctor's appointment. I'm trying to have a therapy session. Right. But okay, cool. Like, I'll tell you. So she's like, wow, like, you just went through so much. Like, you need to be on these antidepressants. You've got to be depressed. And I'm just like... Yeah, really? I am, but I'm not gonna like. I, why do I like? And it you rocked my world because she said this word. She said, "You are clinically depressed." Yo, that had me feeling some type of way for like a couple weeks. I was like, because labels, yes, fuck labels, right? And so she said that, and it like automatically based went on what? in my book. your description, based on what I had gone through in the right. last six months. That's but like crazy to say that so right. anyone that's been in the military right is clinically depressed that's, that's what she said honestly and she literally irresponsible and she literally like really 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 encouraged me to it's take very them. irresponsible because also the effect psychologically she would have on someone and I know. what to prescribe medication that she gets a profit from i know i don't I that's know. why i stopped going to my regular doctor because i kept saying how do i get i had uh Dude, if anyone that knows me, my wife, Paystar, my kids, I used to I used to have eczema on my skin yep. that would crack the sh like I would bleed. It would crack my knuckles. Okay. And people would go like look at me. I have to hide my hands mm. in corporate cuz they thought I was like punching the walls. Mm. And I, I couldn't like, get yeah. rid of it. And so I went to my doctor. He's like, "Yeah, I can give you hand cream, this, steroids." I'm like, "No, yeah. but I don't like medicine." Yep. Like topical i go is that gonna cure it no it'll just, just for, for topical today. effects yep. i'm like but how do i cure this like what about eating bagels now and i go so you're telling me there's no way i can get better this is a west hills doctor by the way yeah i, I believe name it. names i believe it no way i can get better with nutrition he's like well it's not how realistic is that and do you I'm see like, that's the mentality i can't that's the stand. mentality you you're just gonna tell me there's no way and how really are you saying and i was like over i was heavier at the time mm -hmm. Luckily, I went to this other doctor that's a holistic doctor in Thousand mm -hmm. Oaks, Dr. Garcia. Shout out. Because he's a badass, man. And he was like, okay, let's do a panel. Let's do a full vitamin panel. Yeah. Which the first doctor I told him to do, he did a, like just a vitamin D. I'm like, no, the full. He goes, oh, we don't do that. After telling me he would. Exactly. Anyway. But, but why uh, don't you do that? Yeah. Okay. But. So he did the... He did the uh, full vitamin panel and they found out i had all these like food sens sensitivities and, and all this stuff and basically like i went i i just had a really healthy diet and lots of vitamins for six months mm -hmm. and it and it Cured. went away you know i just so, did I mean, the same thing you can I say cured. that's by chance but no it's not and, by it, chance. and then i stopped and it started coming back a little bit and i started getting yep. healthier again and yep. i just that's have a balance i don't do a lot of dairy anymore yep. i just was found to have through a, a test, like a blood eczema. test. Yep. But they don't offer those tests in reg at regular doctors. Exactly. They're not covered by and the that's insurance. that's root cause. I had to pay $800 yep. for that test. Yep. That's fucking bullshit. Yep. You might be putting in your body, like, he's like, you're not you're not um, allergic to gluten, but you're highly sensitive based on your blood test. And we like, really Like, because are. you've been eating a lot of it. it's horrible. So he goes, you. just don't... I eat bread now occasionally. He goes, you've been eating so much, your blood is just filled... He goes, you're just sensitive, so stop eating it for six months. I know it's hard. And I tried a few times and quit, and it kept coming back. And yeah. when I did it for six months, yeah. it went away. Yeah. I mean, maybe he got lucky, or maybe, nah, you know. No. You're, the point is, proof correct. is in the pudding. Mm -hmm. And I'm also healthier. 
years later because he put me on this energy. vitamin regimen that was way more than the USDA, by the way, because he's like, those are ridiculous. Ridiculous. And you need sun 20, 30 minutes a day. Right. Vitamin D, bro. Right. And how come they're not telling us that? For how how come they're not telling us that? Because they don't want you to be well. <laughs> Do it's we, okay if you know. want to get vaccines, but also get some vitamin D, get some vitamins, eat well. Right. I'm not telling people to stay right, healthy. Right, right. If your immune system is strong, that's the best medicine. Man, don't get me going in. Because I'm like really passionate about this. Like, I'm just like, how are people not opening their eyes? Like, really? Like, come on. I saw this woman in the other day with a mask, which cool, like, I'll comply and wear a mask. But like, she didn't wash her hands in the bathroom. And I'm right. like, yo, such a contradiction like whatever but um yo i just did a uh about a month ago um prior to me moving here i I did a 30 day no sugar diet candida cleanse guess what it cured my eczema because it's all diet related yeah so i believe it that's why i'm like man this western medicine I i don't have any hate or judgment towards them because i i literally have like medical workers in my family doctors in my family i love them I I have compassion and empathy for them because that's just what they were taught. Right. We just need better education so that the doctors also have an understanding of nutrition and and like hey. holistic. Holistic doesn't mean like magic smoke dust. No. It means other things besides medicine. Like you know what I mean like pres- yeah, man-made like, right. medicine. Like, like this is how medicine, should you herbs. eat? How should you take care of yourself? How to stretch properly or whatever it is. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Blood above. circulation. But why? Proper it's, sleep. It's the same thing. Why we don't get taught like how to mon- manage money in school? They're, it's it, weird. It's 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 not weird though. It's like it's. <laughs> it's I don't calculated. know. I I won't even go into this because this could yeah. be con- conspiracy. Theory. Yeah, it's but really it's not, not a conspiracy though, theory. Can I just, just tell you? Yeah, when say. people are in power, mm-hmm. let me explain a phenomenon. I understand. Okay, cool. When people are in power, and something can be changed but that will maybe hurt them. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to be so motivated to change it. It's not that they might be even conspiring. It's like, eh, it seems to be working just fine the way it is. And it, and it's just like... But their own ch- children are either in private schools or taught at home to be wealthy entrepreneurs, to right. manage money, to know how to their manage credit the stock market, built at 10. credit, yeah. <laughs> you know, all Owning the property, understanding property, understanding wealth. Yep. And the school system doesn't have a, a class on finance from the time you're seven years old. Hey, this is how you go to a liquor store and buy a candy. Give them a dollar. Hey, here's a credit card. Hey, don't charge up the credit card because guess what? You're gonna have to pay it back someday, Johnny. They like, don't teach you that shit till you're stuff. in like you're you in college. You're like, I'll take a credit card. Well, and I mean, crazy. You have to pay for that knowledge. You know, so right. they never teach it to you. But they don't even teach you in college. I in don't college, think so. they have credit card know. vendors on campus oh. selling you a credit card, and the campuses allow it to happen. Of course. So it's a it's, business, it's baby. It's all a business. Have you seen the? It's a fucking uh, racket. Sorry. Have you seen explained college debt? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, it's very interesting. College is a business, it just like business. everything else, yeah. and they need to get with the times. Some and of it, them are, and some of them aren't. But it's a racket, and it's only an option. It's not the only thing anymore. It's not the only game in town now, baby. Right. There's the NBA. There's the NFL. There's wide around. There's a wide array of industries. And guess what? For every university out there, watch this. For every university, there's probably a thousand people out there doing what you want to do. Go work for them for free for four years. Cheaper than college. 
They won't even make you pay them. They might even give you ruined board. Go work for them for four years. And if you find out they're shit, they're not going to make you sign a contract. Right, leave. It's leave not it indentured servitude. Like, I need to be here for four years, if lucky, to get my piece of paper that 80% of the time I either am not going to use or won't want to use or get stuck using for 25 years till I figure out, like me, fuck, I don't want to do this ever again or I'm going to just shoot myself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, so unfortunate. It's, just, it's an option. But It's an option. It is an option. It's and, one of a thousand. That's all I'm saying. And you have the option. That's what we got to make sure the point gets across is you have the option. You're the decision maker of your own Go life. work for Sam for four years. If you want to be a designer, don't go to design school. Right. Come work go with work me. Go work for Sam for six months, by the way, for free. Yep. And then after six months, Sam will say, you know what, dude? If Sam thinks you should go to school, she'll be like, dude, let us get you a scholarship. You need to go get a degree from Purdue. Or Sam will say, dude, you're not that good at designing. Maybe you should go to business school. Or Sam will say, hey, you're a great designer. Work for me. I'll pay you now. Mm -hmm. You don't need to get a piece of paper. I know you're good. And that's or let me teach to. you the business side of things. Or Well, and that's what I would do in a mentorship. But like we get told we need this paper to get anywhere in life and we don't anymore we live in a time where yo shout out to internet so, shout social media and amazon all the things, ebay right? entrepreneurship hey, that should decentralized to the person you can be a filmmaker a movie studio a television network with fucking movies on ig you could be a television network on ig yep. unlimited channels you can do anything Whatever the fuck you want. You can sell product. You can buy product from China, put your own label, sell it on fucking eBay or on a variety of websites, deliver it, ship it, charge it, that's make them think you're a big company, market it. That's why I also have a total understanding for people um, older than me that that did think that way of thinking was the only way because like my mom and dad, because they but they didn't get to go to college but they were taught that that's the only way, you know. And we, it, but it, I don't. I have empathy because there was it's pretty much the time. only way. Yeah, it's a it different a time. Different that's what time. I'm trying to get at. We live in a really, uh, you know, interesting. But like, for the majority part, hey, look, it's not good or time. bad. It's just take yes, advantage. Yes, yes. It's in the game. You want to ignore it? Like, I understand why my parents or my dad ignores it, or he's retired. But it's a bad example. But. He doesn't want any part of it. He doesn't even want to get Facebook. He's like, I don't know. It keeps popping up. <laughs> whatever. I'm like, dude, He's you're like, missing I'm out good. on the videos, though, of the kids. But whatever. Like, But I know it's in the game. And by the way, I was turning into my dad when I was working. Because I'm like, I don't want Facebook. Stupid. I like talking to people. Blah, blah. I was doing that. And it hit me one day, probably through Gary Vee or someone. I'm like, it's in the fucking game. Like, it's in the game. EA Sports, it's in the game. Meaning, I can't ignore it. I can, yeah, I can choose to not utilize the tool. Or I can go, fuck it. Like, maybe I'll just make the most of it. I don't have to let it control me, but yeah. let me put pictures out there and let people know me. And then, hey, that could turn into doing something I love, like a podcast. Yeah. Boom. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, social media has, its, it's a definitely a tool. And if you utilize it as a tool rather than, a dictator on how you should live your life or what you should be, then you're in the you're in a good space if you use it as a tool only. So getting back to mental health, okay. which is the train we were on that we left that was part of your story. Yeah. Mental health is a big part of I think your story. It Honestly. Is. Not because yeah. you have mental illness, but because you are aware of everyone 
that most everyone, I would say at least 99% of people at some point suffer with mental health issues, challenges, downtimes. Oh my God, I don't feel like what's wrong with me. I don't, I know I did. So I'm just admitting that, that, and it was very frequent in my life when I was in a different place. Now it's very, no bad days. That's what I'm saying. Something to look forward to is no bad days. Bad moments happens. Yeah. Bad days, your choice. Yeah. You can get over bad moments and quickly. There's things that will happen throughout your life, like exactly. deaths or right. you know, big things, traumatic things right. that like it's okay to Temporary. be down for a little bit. But yeah. And yo, another thing that I learned is like it's never a end. There's never a time where you're gonna unless you die. Right. But like you're all that's and why even I then you don't know coaster. if it's over. Well, but that's why you I call know. it a roller coaster because yeah. it's always ups and downs. Ups you're and all downs. like mental illness is not like there's no like you're not gonna get cured of it, like essentially, right? right? You can learn better ways to deal with it and, and handle it, but everybody's got it and it, there's never gonna be an end to it. But it's a up and down and it's just cause life is up and down, but we can learn about it and, right. and learn how to cope and, and improve. It's improve. a game. I like to look at it like a game. Not because I'm saying it's not important or that it doesn't have meaning. Like, that's your choice. I'm just looking at it that way for effectiveness. Like, hey, when you're playing a game, just get better at it. Yeah. Accept the reality of the game. Like, it is going to be a challenge. Don't make an expectation. Like, I should be great by now. What's wrong with me? No. Honestly, a lot of, there are periods in my life where a lot of mornings I'm like, ah. And then there, but I just get out of that quick because I know, hey, I need to figure out what it is. I don't ignore it. Yeah. It's also the other thing, like when people say take pills, you're numbing what's going on inside right. you instead of like fixing it, going off to the mountains and sitting and meditating or praying or whatever you do on it and relaxing and maybe taking yourself out of the stress to go, what do I need to do or what do I want to do or let me get some oxygen and then just think yeah that's right? instead of here take a pill and i just don't get that i don't either like, and hey, I go a- take a vacation then come back and if you're like not breathing well let me give you something okay i get that yeah not look, like be- back to what we were saying earlier like all this is you know it's all has to do with like diet change and water intake do you know anxiety is cause of lack of lack of oxygen and lack of water Interesting. I Most didn't people, know that. What is what the FDA water. or whoever tell us how much should we drink a day? I literally asked my Nana, okay, how much water us. do you drink a day? And she yeah. was like, 64, what the doctor told me I should. Yo, what the That's fuck? too low, right? Yeah, we need our body weight in ounces. Like, right. we need to be drinking more than a gallon a day. Anyone wow. that wants to, like, yeah, so, because we are majority of water how many gallons is 220 ounces. But, like, even if you just drink a gallon a day, like, that's right. okay. You know? I drink if I don't drink at least a gallon a day, I and I I noticed lately, and this is not the first time, by the way, in my life that I have gone, okay, I'm gonna start hydrating because it's a lot of work. If I don't drink, I I run really hot. So like if I don't drink at least a gallon, I get dehydrated. I start getting headaches after yep, a while. I yep. start getting tired. My voice starts going like this too. More. I've been a lot better. But it's it's so definitely water is a very huge important. part. Water yes. is very important to your mental health, your Absolutely. your um, overall being, and just how you feel. Like if you get headaches, is don't go take an aspirin. Like figure out why you're getting these headaches. Exactly. Drink more water. Maybe get a massage. Do some point tr- uh, pressure point therapy. Like why don't why do we go right to pill? I yeah. don't know. I'll never understand. Understand that. your symptoms first, and yeah. fi- 
you're so right. And again, like the headache thing, by the way, I used to, my parents used to take me to the emergency room as a child because I get these migraines. Wow. Like the type of migraines that you throw up, like mm -hmm. you get so physically ill from the pain. So it's something you can't, like if people have, I know people have this uh, uh, chronically and they like commit suicide because it's, it is really like bad. that. Yeah. Damn. And I get it on occasion only because I figured out the root cause. it's not enough sleep consistently. It's not like if I don't sleep one night, that's why it tricked me. I would just like to stay up a lot and then I got a job and I had to get up at six. So I get like three hours of sleep three days in a row. And then the fourth day I get a crazy migraine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's either that or dehydration. Those were my two yep. things. Yeah. If I hadn't figured that out, I'd be suffering headaches. My mom suffered headaches uh, three, four times a month like that. Like she wouldn't go to work. Band Like she'd have bandages, cold compresses around her head. It was like the ones I get. So I know yeah. they were really bad and get no you get nauseated. And she, but she never, I don't think, figured it out. Well, and see, because like, I never, what, I don't know, like, what differentiates from the person that's going to go search for the answer or go just let somebody tell them, like, what it is, you know, or what it could be. Cause I didn't even know to try because everyone tried to give us medicine. Yeah, exactly. It's no so one said, hey, are you eating? Are you vitamin deficient? Right. Get a, Do you first exercise? Of, look, I'm just saying, this is going to be a not a great answer, but really, if you want to be, because, to your point, Sam, and the reason I keep staying on the subject for a long time because it is an important issue, mm -hmm. and these are things anyone, not everyone can afford, but everyone has the possibility to take action on. At least this small isn't saying actions. like, "Hey, change your brain, right? Get a brain trend." No, this is saying, "Hey, if you drink more water, if you're dehydrated, you're probably not at a hundred percent. So why yeah. not drink more water and see where you are?" Yeah. Right. And Try also, I didn't know. For a while, though. I didn't know to figure out, hey, what's causing my headaches? I just thought I got headaches. So if someone's listening to this, or if they have something listen like that, listen to your body. Listen to your, and then just check each thing off the list. And and if it doesn't help, then go back to doing your old way. Yeah, and I mean, just really like I think it just it takes action, right? Like it takes work, like exactly. looking for solutions and right. not just. I'm settling, very competitive. Right? Yeah, me too. I think that's why we keep going. Keep I'm going. never satisfied. I noticed yeah. that lately because you know what, corporate life took that away from me. I've been telling Josh like I'm learning to balance my competitiveness with my love for people because it sometimes seems to get in the way with people. Not intentionally, but I'm so straightforward with my feedback because I want to win. And I'm so like assertive about it now because I'm getting competitive because I'm doing what I love now. Mm -hmm. When you're not doing what you love, you lose who you are. Yep. But the competitiveness keeps me always improving, I noticed. And so I I'm just you. saying for the record that maybe for people that aren't as competitive, maybe. they can find other motivation for improving or be happy with who you are. That's the other option. I know people that are not like for example i know people that are comfortable that don't like they're they like like their, they love their life and they're comfortable and they're not other than like doing interesting let's say vacations and i think they're That's super totally happy cool. yeah and it's totally like fine have to be and like they're not super competitive those people i noticed okay. they're not super competitive like like michael jordan has to be yes. and kobe has to be but not everyone has to be that to be happy. And I just want to say that. that right. There's also these, and I'm my brother, 
I love him. I'm so happy for him. And I'm somewhat envious of him. He's doing great in his career, but he's always content. He's not. He's been in his job for 25 years. He plays golf a lot. He takes vacations. He has a car. He lives in a good house, like a nice house. He's not like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. He's not super competitive like that. And that's okay. He found his happiness exactly. his way. But if you're competitive, it's okay to not be satisfied too. Well, and look, you shouldn't everybody's, go, oh, I should be satisfied like that person. You don't have to be. Well, and Play your game. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's got their own life, their own like direction, destination, purpose. Um, it doesn't all need to look, it doesn't need to look anything alike. And um, that's something that a lot of people would kind of, because I, I, I always promoted like do what you love do what you love early on in my career and i remember talking to one of my old or one of my best friend's moms and she was kind of like not offended but she was just like well i love my life and like i'm okay like i was talking about like settling and i'm not judgmental i think like as long as you're happy like as long as you're happy that could look a million trillion different ways so i'm just all about like what makes you happy and do that exactly you know as long as you're not hurting anyone or exactly you know right yeah yeah i like to think of it as uh consensual as long as you're doing consensual things do what makes you happy that's mm -hmm. how i look at it you know what yeah I'm saying? and that looks differently for everyone for everybody don't, is different. don't look at someone else and be like oh i should be doing that not or i'm all. not you know because i'll even find myself doing that like instagram is a freaking devil sometimes and like a comparison is the thief of joy so there are little principles and maybe you should go through like five principles like that do help or can cause depression depression doesn't mean clinical depression i was depressed compared to now before because i was doing a job i didn't wasn't happy and i didn't want to get up in the morning so that's a depressed state of who I can be. That's all. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad about that. Mm -hmm. I just need to inflate that that thing a little bit with air. Yeah, get back up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that takes effort. Lots of effort. No, the air's not. Yo, lots come of effort. That's own. something we should definitely clarify. Is like getting well in an unwell society is not easy. Like feeling happy is not easy. That's why I'm so obsessed with it because it's something that. Like, I'm obsessed with becoming and being, and um, it's not easy. Are you happy right now? Yeah, I'm happy. On a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you? Other than, like, so, I I mean, I've been a little bit homesick because I just moved back here. A scale of 1 to 10. Then we go from there. I would say an 8. 8. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm really happy. That's amazing. Yeah. Because I, I think I'm happy. around there, like, maybe 8, 8 and a half. And I was probably at 8 six months ago. I'm changing a lot lately because I'm more in in what I want mm -hmm. and when you that's like a tipping point so there's not a lot further to go no, I don't expect to get to a 10 ever by the way really no. oh I do but it's 9.9 .9. Uh, meaning there's always it's not about but it's perfection like, it's not about the it's not about a 10 it's about the highest okay. consciousness You're you right. can reach I like that that's what I'm trying to meaning reach. I am going for a 10 yeah but I, I don't expect I don't have any expectations I could be hit by a train tomorrow and I don't expect not to be but you should always strive. That strive champion in you is always going to strive for Striving yes. and, re and requiring something of yourself. and Like, okay, I'm going to get up at this time. That is okay. But expecting means if that doesn't happen, 
your world is shattered. But look, you have your whole life till you're dead. And then that's the end. So when you're dead, you're not going to be like, oh, I didn't reach a 10. Because, you, you know, right. like, you know, it's so you have till you're dead to try. So I feel I like you'll get there. I know, um, but I don't need to reach a 10 to like be, be okay and content. Yeah. Yes, I feel I'm like already, you. I already feel like I won every day because yes. my objectives every day are just to do my best. Yep. And even to get in front of a, a microphone is already a victory. Mm-hmm. Like when I did my stand-up, I did stand-up a few times like just to do it because I was scared. And when I went to do open mic, I didn't have material. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it because that's even harder. And I had a plan. And it was beautiful because it was like, what's my objective today? So I went up and I said, I said, hey, I told myself, if I get up here, if I get up here to a hot mic and say, hello, then I already won. So hello. So if you guys don't laugh from here on out, that's your loss, motherfuckers. <laughs> I already won joking. And then they mm-hmm. laughed and it was good. That's I awesome. just talked about something. I don't even remember what. Yeah. But like the point is like, it's not to set low standards because if you want to have fun, I like to try to achieve the highest level I can get to. Yeah. But exactly. I mean, I don't need to get to a 10. I just need to do what I like, that I'm passionate, what I love, passionate about with people I love. Like you said, man, man, like you said, Sam, the the people you're around is the key. And like your experience kind of dictates maybe like the level you want them to be on in this game. Because there are levels to this game in terms of like emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I think like for me, that's what I look for most of all. Or like just the character. You can still love everyone, but your 10 have to be like, really fitting you and supporting you and fitting what you need in the team mm-hmm. if it's your vision yeah they have to be a hundred percent behind your vision they have to love you a hundred percent you have to love them 100, like not a hundred percent but you know it has to be Pretty, on a very high level yeah it can't be like okay that's fine now once you get that core then you know you let them lead their areas for you but you got to bring that first team and you got to be really selective. And I always, I try to tell everybody I talk to because most people, including me, are in that stage. Like I feel like we're probably like eight strong with the whiskey brand because we're still working on a couple open spots. And mm-hmm. it's funny how it's like it is ten people. That's cool. And then they're gonna probably as we grow hire people, but yeah. they kind of got all the departments covered. Yeah. It's like I am including even a lawyer because those people have saved us potentially millions of dollars down the road. Mm -hmm. If we make money, we're going to save a lot of tax money Mm -hmm. because they're like, they've done this before. We trust them. There's like a referral. All these people you've been meeting and testing out, getting to know, are they yours? Are they your tribe? You get to select your tribe. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be family. It can be. It's chosen. Well, I call it chosen family. Chosen family. I have a lot of chosen family. I have that's a lot your, of- and that's your company, by the way. We were talking earlier. I was telling people, you know, it's the company is not just, the company is not just a business term. It's the company you keep. It's your team. It's mm-hmm. your tribe. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? It's very important who you choose. Yeah. It'll make or break you. Yeah, so. for sure. But I do have to say this, because we, we talk a lot about the we and that it's all about the we. And, like, I believe in that. 
But I do want to say that first, it's about the me. First, you got to figure your shit out. I'm talking about me and every person. And then you find the we. Then you flip the M upside down and find your we, find your team. Because if you don't know yourself, you're not ready to find the team yet. You got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Yeah. Get air to yourself first before you can take care of others. Figure your shit out. Like, I feel like I just got there. I'm 47. I just got there. 47 and a half. You probably just got... You thought you were there before. I thought I was there no, before. yeah, I wasn't. And I may not be totally there, but right. I see now... You see that. The tipping point that's happened. That's the part, right? And that's... I feel it like already it's like clarity. Tipped. Yeah. Yeah. We're um, on our way. I'm yeah. about to be 30 this yeah. year. It's crazy. I am just So you like, got so much time. I, I got so much time. I'm just in my... it's all going to be cumulative. just starting. Yeah. I mean, technically, but, you know, I mean... I also, by the way, I started, I, so for people that don't know, I always put passion over paychecks and profit, but I realized that profit makes change. And so use it as a tool and it's not bad. Use it as a tool, use it as fuel. Yes. So I've been very focused on money. I've been, I've been, I'm like the richest I've ever been, which I'm not rich. I'm just finally caring Relatively about money. Relatively rich. I mean, one day I'm rich in a lot of ways. I'm yeah. rich in happiness. I'm rich in love. I'm rich in family. Like I'm, you're I'm rich in very, experience, you know, experience and potential monetary value. Which yeah, it's that's li- ten that's years limitless. of build. I'm excited. That's ten years building. You understand? You can't just get there in one day. Someone can't just buy their way into ten years of experience. No matter how much money they have, they're gonna need you. Yeah. So. At That's this funny. point, you just need to connect to the money. The money's already there to give to someone I'm, like you. I'm, I'm, Do you understand yeah, that? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm I didn't know ready. this till this year, yeah. and everyone should know this. There's a lot of fucking money out just there. Just waiting. They ain't going to just give it to you, though. You got to give them something real where they go, holy fuck. So that's why you got to find yourself first, mm-hmm. figure out, okay, what are you about? What are your values? Find your why. Yes. What's your passion? Find your why. Something hopefully bigger than yourself. If it's God, it great. Be bigger than if yourself. it's purpose, great. Other if it's people. Mental health, great. It could be something that's bigger than you it just because it be helps your you. motivation. No, it helps but you get real. up in the morning. It has to be bigger yeah. than you. Because if it's just you, it won't work. It's gonna be easy to like go. Ah, I'm get up. I'll get up later. Longevity, it's not there. Right. You'll, and the, you'll so it's day, just a yeah. good idea. It's just yeah. good gamesmanship to have a higher purpose, not a made up one, a real one. Mm-hmm. If it's God, great. If it's your parents, if it's someone close that died to you, and you're like, I'm doing this for them and for the rest of my life. I'm motivated by that. Great, but something bigger than yourself, so it can be your guiding light. Right. And, I mean, you're going to get those days where yeah. you don't want to get out of bed, even right. if you are doing what you love. Um, and you just got to have something that's like, I put quotes all over my room and I also put pictures of like my nephew or like things he's made me or like my family. Um, just constantly reminded why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because if it's about me, I'm not going to do it. Let me be real. And I think that's a lot of women. I don't know if men are that way, but like women are very um, selfless. So they're not going to go hard if it's about them so right. i think you have to uh definitely have something outside of yourself to um accomplish big things i agree i agree it's the smart thing to do and like it's the little fresh so sam good you know uh this so leave me with this leave us with this like what's i guess what's next for you first of all and how do like people follow your journey and 
get involved with what you're doing, plug yourself, whatever okay, okay. you want to throw out there. Cause I think that's important just cause I think like, I'm definitely excited to see where, what you're going to do. Just because whenever there's passion behind it, like that's interesting for me. You know what I mean? Well, I got that's all. That's majority of what I'm made of, I think. Um, so I, you know, I got my course coming out soon. I'm working on a collection. I'm actually looking for someone to just sponsor it. I decided because it needs to be amazing. It's going to be dedicated to my nana. It's a collection about heaven and hell, and it's going to be very, like, very impactful. Um, and I'm really excited to start creating that. I'm looking for a creative studio right now in LA or somewhere around these areas um, so that I could start creating again. And uh, once once I, once that happens, I'm, it's like, man, I'm excited. And that's going to happen in the next week. So uh, we might be opening studios in downtown. OK, for podcast or this podcast, because I'm looking to take this to a studio and have maybe other podcasts shooting out there because a lot of I think artists would do really great like you obviously should be doing podcasts you already are but you might want to do another one and another one and yeah anyway it i don't know what it's going to turn into but it might be like a multi-unit like multi-plotted okay, okay. that's what i'm looking art for studio yeah. and maybe like lofts and stuff and okay okay we might have certain artists that want to run it that live there because i'm not going to be able to be downtown that's that like much. literally what i'm looking for like that's a, very and it's an art compound like yes because i and it's in an art it's in this like super cool artsy downtown in arts district, kind of on the outskirts of the art district, but where there's a ton of at night, it turns into like an event block. Oh, cool! Even and better. It's super like, this is from I'm just giving credit to the king of downtown LA, props to Bearded Josh. So maybe we'll talk about it because I meant to I meant to call him. Okay. I might be balling with him on Sunday. Okay. But I'll talk to him because. I mean, that's just like a big network of people that could be involved and you could just play whatever part. That's what's cool. People can be like, hey, I just want to rent a studio once in a while or I'm going to rent it, but I'm going to get it booked for certain times. So I'll pay. It'll pay for itself. Or I get free time if I'm managing or some people will live there and get free studio time or free rent or I don't know how it's going to work. We'll cool. have to we'll figure out more. the business plan like and and monetize it. And I'm just, I'm only talking about Space it because if somebody wants to do it and copy it, go ahead. Because I think it's a business plan that should be everywhere because living in LA is so expensive. Yeah. So I'm like, the only way to really survive as an artist, you could be like the most talented artist and it's really tough to survive unless you figure out a some kind of a, a alternate arrangement sometimes where you're like either living in an art house I'm encouraging people to start art houses. Like, yes. They're like get super a group necessary. of five people, get yes. a freaking three bedroom. Yes. Bunk up, do whatever Four it takes, but make art there. Make have art a backyard, in your living room. Display it, have art shows. People can compete with big business by offering custom things that businesses can't. A custom note from you because you're a personality. Uh, a hand t- you, you obviously because you're doing one-of-a-kind pieces, obviously, and it's your own collection. But even people that don't have their own designs can be offering, like, special advice. Like, hey, if you buy business cards from me, we were talking about this today, offer them that you'll help them design it. And even though you're not going to make money at first, you're gaining a customer. Some of them may right. not come back, but you're just starting out. Won't. To help people, like, you know, get started and 
So I think we're going to do that with the business, but monetize it with people renting space to come and businesses will want to do podcasts from there because we'll design it for them. Mm -hmm. We'll design a set and they'll, they'll just sponsor one of the pods. And like from that one pod, we'll get other artists to get to do their shit. Or when they're not using it, we just green screen it. And like, I mean, you know, like there's ways to make money and also implement young artists talents and then give them a way to like survive yeah man you know, in especially LA. in LA like it's expensive to live out here Shit, and man. then you have to buy a studio to work in right and it's just like ah oh, it's I'm, yeah I'm like I'm paying more in my life for my monthly bills than I ever did in my life and I'm just like okay cool but like you know I'm, it's okay but I just uh yeah being an artist um in LA is pretty tough so um artist well, house see. make yeah. it easier and that's something why i lived in a creative house prior to this one because that's exactly what i did we turned the living room into a set we turned i had a sewing like little area my friend had a barber area my other friend had guitar like we would throw a green screen up whenever we shot music videos there through parties it was amazing this spot was also just amazing aesthetically it looked like an art gallery um but if you put your mind to it you, you could, could come up anything. with a way where you can even put together an art house for others and you didn't you don't have to maybe pay because you're managing it all exactly because you found the house and said hey if everyone contributes yeah six hundred dollars we get to all bunk up in this massive house in freaking in the hills that's what everybody's doing but it's not six hundred dollars right but yeah that's what people are doing maybe you got to bunk up whatever yeah but you know it's just crazy out here rent wise like if i was a young artist i'd be like hey like create different levels like can I, is there like a hostel level art house that I can like enter in where it's like I get a place to sleep, it's safe. And there's like art areas where we could do stuff like in like studio. Stuff, creative, yeah. But like it's super cheap because I can't afford a thousand or fifteen hundred a month. But I need to be where the job is. I don't have a car because I just moved or I'm just living here. Without there's my- so many of those stories. I can't yeah. even tell you how people I personally know in that space, but. Yeah, I mean, it it could be anything. And I think that uh, just like we work happened, I hope one day somebody profits off our conversation and like makes it happen because it needs to happen. And one day, I mean, one of my goals is to make something like that in Denver, but not necessarily housing, just a location where people could go test out passions, like potential passions, like music, art, painting, whatever, all the things. Um, But yeah. I think more resources for artists in general just need to happen. More grants, more scholarships. We need help. Like, starving artists don't have to starve, you know? I just, we taught that. So, I got out of that mentality recently, and I'm really excited about that. And I'm just preaching it for others, because we don't have to, we don't have to be martyrs. That's what somebody told me, and that's what changed my perspective. She's like, you don't have to, like, kill yourself to do this you know like and i really was like i burnt myself out the last 10 years that's why i've had to sit down like covid really forced me to sit down say still learn about your mental health learn about your physical health and like re-up like so i haven't done fashion in a while i mean i have but not to the degree i would have loved to um it's been a kind of like a back burner because i put me first like you said earlier you literally gotta put you first get right get your values readjust your goals because it's been a decade now almost and i'm like things have changed passion like goals have have been completed you know so you have to upgrade that and reevaluate and then um reset come back harder you know 
So that's where I'm at in life. Always adjusting. I'm very excited. Always adjusting. Hey, check, because I think probably, oh, maybe not. I thought maybe we had a message. Let me see. Because our next get, oh, yeah, here. Can you check it, Joshi? Because I don't want to interrupt our we could wrap conversation. It up. Yeah, but I don't want to like just wrap it like that. I don't know what she said, but he'll make us wrap it up if needed. I just don't want to be rude because if she's waiting out there. Yeah, totally. Just to let her in. But, we went in. But I don't want to wrap it like unless you got to go. I mean. Because we, there, we, look, Sam, there's, I think, honestly, if I'm being transparent right now, because I like to like check in with my thoughts because they're often like, interesting sometimes not um but like i think we could do podcasts for hours like if we we could do certain topics and create like volumes of like work i think and maybe we that's something to kind of keep in mind so like there's a lot i actually want to like ask you about and get into with you off of the podcast Oh no! Like oh. on. Oh, okay. oh yeah! Like in the future. I'm oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, and off too. Whatever, whatever. There's probably like potential business stuff we could talk about. Or yeah. Whatever. But um, I'm like really excited to reconnect with you. And uh, it's crazy that you're living like five minutes from here. I know. And no expectations ever, but I'm like always cheering for you. Thank you. you. Know? in the in either in the forefront or the background I you know it. and um no i just really love hearing your point of view i love sharing my point of view with you too as you can tell because i don't i try to not talk as much sometimes but like with you i just want to like it's like a good tennis volley yeah 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 <laughs> like, I, like yeah let's keep it going how long can we keep this thing going i was talking to this pastor and it's smooth man and he was like, like you you got something to say like yeah. you finally got like I, I I had been saying things through fashion for a while, but I finally got like that's why I'm not I'm not I don't even mind a camera in my face or a mic in my face anymore. Like I have something to say and it's for a purpose. Right. It's for other people. So I'm I'm with you. I'm easily I just inspired. got there. Did you just get there? When'd you get there? Uh I mean I'm I, Honest. You're still getting there? No, I'm I feel like I'm pretty much there. Right. I think speaking in pretty front of much. A crowd, I'm still getting there. I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah. Always I mean pretty improving. much there, right? Like we're always every growing, day. Always growing. Every time though I go, is today the day I'm not gonna have anything to say? But then I go, ah shut up. Or be quiet. That's yeah, yeah, those that's on, bad man. thoughts. You know I, you're gonna have something to say. You oh but you it. always seek progress when always, you speak, you know. Yes. So that's that's the that's the best thing I could ask for. Right. Is uh but I've it's taken me a long time to have something to say, you yeah. know? So I'm I'm excited and I'm here for it. And I'm here to give back and teach and just serve like, yo, I'm excited. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've never had something more worthwhile to say before than I do now. Yeah. Even though in the future, I will probably think always that I'm thinking better, but that's a good thing. It's good to, you know, you do realize at some point that, there were some turning points where you're not always going to improve. Like, you know, once you get your golf game pretty good, you know, there ain't a lot more you could do, but you still keep practicing because it's a, it's a nonstop practice. You know, Ooh, there's never perfection. Yeah. Never. You know, you once in a while life. get a hole in one, but there's always room you for always improvement. Room you always got to remind your muscles, your body. That's why the best come and practice before the game, man. Cause 
you know, you got to always be practicing, yep. always be ready. Yep. And when you let go and things start falling apart, that's okay. But just know that, you know, start taking action. Take some action. What's what's the worst that could happen? Literally. Nothing, nothing good, but at least you're trying. You're adding something to the mix. I mean, moving your body, going to the store, you're calling a friend. Everything good could happen. Everything good could happen. You never know. Well, what if we had, like, Sam, honestly, to use us as an example, I honestly am not even realizing the impact of this conversation right now because I always realize the next day or two days later, like, the full impact of my experiences somehow. I don't know if you feel the same way, but like right now it just hit me. You sitting there, me sitting here, and I'm like, we could have easily been like, whatever. Oh yeah, Sam, so, I don't care. Ego. That's why I said I'm proud of us. It speaks volumes, like, you know, it's dope. That also speaks volumes to how much we've grown in the last like three, four years. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, Sam. Me too. Do your thing. Yep. Don't be a stranger. Visit the neighborhood. Let's grab a coffee. Let's talk about events. Let's talk about collabos. Josh here makes music videos. She's making people look amazing with an A+. Plus. So, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen, man. We're going to mix the Unlimited elements together and let the molecules bounce and do beautiful building. things. Yes. Um. Yeah, let's get it. I'm excited. Thank you. Lou. Thank you for having Fresh. Me. Sam. <laughs> let's go, girl. Yes. Great podcast. Great yes. podcast. Yes, that was awesome. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box.